Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast for the love of cinema, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This episode 304B, B, thank you, gentlemen, the second episode for the week, where we will now discuss our thoughts on Enola Holmes 2 from Netflix. With you for that discussion, the gang, Grayson, Roger, and Chris, for those... Or for the episode of Weird, the the Al Yankovic story, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming trailer talk? Check out episode three hundred four A, posted on Tuesday, eleven fifteen. A fantastic biopic documentary. Oh, it's a par. It's the parody of parodies, if you ask me. All right, let's look at so Enola Holmes two sequel to Enola Holmes on Netflix. Tomato meter at ninety three percent, audience score at seventy nine. Roger, what was the Metacritic for that one? Seven, uh, 64 for this one, 68 for the original. Fair enough. All right, let's talk about some particulars. Of course, a lot of the same... Who's returning... in this, Grayson? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, Superman himself as Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> as himself. Yes, yeah, right. Wouldn't it be funny if we're in the Clark state? Kent makes an appearance. <laughs> Lewis Partridge as, again, Lord Tewksbury. Helena Bonham Carter as Eudora Holmes, the mother of all three children. David Thel Lewis, which, whom, whom I love. He's kind of working out a... He's been a villain quite a few times in the past couple of years. He's uh he's going into the villain role of his career. Hey, gotta uh, get paid, son. Susan Wakoma as Edith. <laughs> Check cash is the same. <laughs> Adil Actor <laughs> as Lestrade. Shannon Duncan Brewster, Hannah Dodd, directed by Harry Bradbeer. Uh, this is important to note it's adopted from a book series by Nancy Springer. Roger, what's Enola Holmes 2 about? Um Sherlock's little sister branching out her own detective agency this time. Good. Fiend. Fiend. Done. <laughs> so let's talk about just for two seconds, guys. You guys were not fans of the Enola Holmes from Netflix from a, a, two years ago. You guys did not like it as much as I did. It's no secret well, I loved so, the first so Enola Holmes. We didn't like it as much as you did. Roger didn't like it at all. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. So I, mean, I also still have the same questions about this movie <laughs> i have about the first movie. we um we're, we're varied on this on this film listen uh, i don't i don't hate this movie i still do legitimately have the same kind of questions and we're gonna dig into that yeah okay so just a little sherlock holmes is is the greatest detective mind in all of literary history i think right is that safe to say that's pretty pretty fair statement he's right behind batman yeah right so right behind yeah right behind batman we'll go with that one um written by the same um, tech i bet they're the same sir arthur conan doyle of course very famously has written a lot of the sherlock stuff and it's just it's a name that never has left any kind of academic discussion it's always there it's in every everywhere you go sherlock holmes is one of the most recognizable names and then but what we never hear about and what netflix kind of invented was his sister enola holmes making it kind of um it's not as ever as serious she does not have an adversary like moriarty like moriarty is to sherlock um she doesn't well i would imagine she's not going to because of the end of this movie i have an argument for that later but and that's where we kind of come in it's not as it's never presented Enola Holmes, Enola Holmes 2 isn't I never get I never got the vibes that they were they were ever in immortal danger. Never it's not that kind of movie though. It's Oh the first one at least she first got first one you got that though. Yeah, she well she was being drowned. <laughs> well for like sure, a but, long period of time. Well that and there was a scene near the end in that dark hallway where they like they kinda like go fighty fighty for a minute. That's fair, I guess. I just I never shot. I never thought it was gonna end with anyone any one of our characters dead. I just yeah. However, in this one, it's kind of telling to your guys' argument 
that it may not be as popular as I like to I like to be because Sam Claflin did not return as Sherlock's and Anola's brother Mycroft. He said, "Thanks for the cash, homie deuces." <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I think he has one of the. But his character is still alive, still he exists. Is. He is, and and I think he's. He has one of the strongest scenes in the first movie, too. So it's I weird. Was, he's like, he's a better actor than everybody else. Was like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I was excited to maybe see him in this film. Fair. Okay. And this is, you find out after the after the film is over that it is based on a real event in history. Well, so, one of the characters that they, they dig into is set forth a real true event, which they talk about quite a bit in this movie. Yep. And that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I agree. No problem with it that. One of, one of Probably a better story. One of the first worker labor movements in history is done by a character. And I, just, I thought that was really, really cool. So it is based around somewhat of a factual thing. Although nothing in Sherlock Holmes is factual because it's all, it's all fiction anyway. Wait, so, what? Are you sure? What? So, but one of the things I did, I'm, I'm happy that they kept in this is I thought, so another thing that I kind of give you guys credit for is they, they knew they still needed um Cavill's Sherlock in this in this one. They could not have a movie based solely on Enola Holmes. Nope. Which is what I would say needed. I mean, look, if you have Henry Cavill, you use him. And Netflix obviously is no stranger to Henry Cavill with, you know, The Witcher. However, he's recently ditched The Witcher. He did. So I I call I called not to my own horn, but I did call that. Although I saw I thought he was gonna ditch it after the end of season two and it was the end of season three. But yeah. So I still got a season to go. So yeah. That's true. But so this this is a little different. Now, I like to think that this movie is it's got a fun, it's clever. It works. It's got a kind of kind of a fun vibe to it. It's an adventure that's not quite so serious, but still within the literary confines of Sherlock Holmes always chasing Moriarty. And that and that much I do appreciate. So, but let's so let's dive into it. So this is after her her the success of the first film and she's trying to create her own detective her own agency. detective agency and she is met with and i don't i mean i'm gonna say this whatever of the time she is met with but you're a woman and you're young where's your brother he's better she's met with all this resistance by people who would otherwise be hiring her is but why am i hiring you why why am i you're a woman your brother's better you're young all these things that they show in a montage of you know, th- so she's not, she's not quite as successful as she wants to be creating her own agency yet at the beginning. I'm I mean, not quite successful. I mean, she's completely and utterly a failure <laughs> at it. Yes. I mean, Fair. in their defense, I mean, her brother is better. So, well, he's, he's, he's the best. He's at being the best. Exactly. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> Outside of, you know, Batman, come, you know, a couple hundred years later. Fine. But he's not here yet. Yeah. No, he's not. You don't know that. I mean, we we do. We're very sure of it. Are you? Yeah. Well, you don't read a lot of comic books, do you? Oh, Jesus. Oh my! Wait, wait, well, hold on a second. Oh, oh, oh. Is there ever a time when Batman oh. is in is in the the eighth the the nineteenth century or the seventeenth oh, sure century? Got Had to. Have. Okay. I mean, anyway. he went back to prehistoric times at least <laughs> okay. twice. <laughs> at least twice. All right. So give me your. Poison, I'm directly familiar. So give me give me your just give me ten seconds, Chris, on what you thought of Enola Holmes, and, and be be as fair as you can to the product you, you watched on Netflix. I think Anola Holmes is a lot of the same stuff from your first film, and that is for better or for worse. And also, I find it interesting that the Netflix film titled Anola Holmes 2, on all the cards that I've seen for it on Netflix, has a giant picture of Henry Cavill and not your lead character. That is true. If you scroll to it, it's him. (laughs) Weird. 
How I mean, like Wonder Woman two did the same thing. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman two did the same thing. They 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 highly gave Chris Pine the the spots and the time and the but marketing he was dead, too. So at least understand that. Well, but they brought back a dead character. And think about that for a second. He, they brought back a dead character in Wonder Woman, a character, a, a film about Wonder Woman. They brought back a dead character, a dead guy, because the studio thought they that that was a good idea. They let that yeah, say they brought back me. a dead character, and then they killed the film. What? <laughs> this is true. This is true. So <laughs> Ooh, good point. Maybe. Yeah, I guess we don't know. Anyway, yet. About, more about Nolan Holmes. So Nolan Holmes. So I remember one of the big things I thought about Nolan Holmes was I like to kind of go on this adventure with. The whoever with the character and kind of figure it out with them. You don't you can't do that in these two films. You're not figuring it out with them. You're just watching them figure it out. That's kind of what I one of my big things against this these films are you can't there's no possible way you can make some of the observations that they're making that that, that they do. Did you guys get that? Yeah, so they don't do any good work of letting us try to solve anything. It's one of those that be like, yes, because of this and because of this, and because of this, this is that. And they immediately show you everything that they've already seen. I fucking hate that. Well, because it yeah. doesn't give you a chance to like, you know, draw me in. Let me become part of this detective story I'm watching. Don't, you know, I, I, I don't know where I sit. I like to watch a movie unfold, but I also don't like to be treated like a complete idiot. And not that I wouldn't have figured it out anyway. I do so love that every that. time she tries to show Sherlock a clue, he immediately gets it as soon as yep. <laughs> like the paper's like 28 bill place. Yeah, well, just... chapel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yep. So much smarter than me. Well, Maybe and, he and is the best. <clears throat> what I did like is they they managed to weave Sherlock's case with her case, kind of make it one. Because I think it was smart that they brought in Moriarty and like they really had because like that's a legendary thing. I mean that's as legendary uh, So so wait, hold know. on. So you think that's that's a good thing? You don't think that shows weakness in your in the story you've written for your main character? You think it's clever that they had to lean heavily on the fact that Sherlock Holmes exists in this universe and the fact that they need to pull from a villain that isn't actually the villain in the movie, but ends up getting a weird reveal near the end of it. You think those are all positive things in your movie about well, Enola Holmes? That's the well, thing. Hold, is, okay, let me hold on. Let okay. me answer this. Okay. I don't think those are entirely bad things. I no, will defend me, that for okay. a second. So now listen, how they bring up who Moriarty is. Okay. Hand wank. I don't care. But when you bring in the grand scheme of who Sherlock Holmes is and who Moriarty is, obviously they have their dichotomy together. You know, they are they're each other's nemesis, right? I think it's interesting that in Enola Holmes's movie, we get to meet Sherlock's nemesis, okay? Which only for me makes me think that further down the road, because clearly the way that they set all this up, there will be an old Holmes three or some weird subset of Holmes spin off. I, say, I don't. I, I don't. I think we're gonna get untitled Sherlock Holmes film, and then we're gonna get Anola Holmes three. Hold on, I think we get Anola Holmes and Watson. No, I think it's gonna be. No, I think it's going to be that lame because because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're going to try to do. Okay, and because of that, because Sherlock's going to disappear. Mm. Because Moriarty's going to get him, okay? 
Hear me out. I, I am. I am. No, yeah. I am storyboarding this shit right now. Okay. The, okay. Sherlock is but going you're to wasting go- your time. Well, it's not going to oh, be this good. Go ahead. True. Okay. Fair. <laughs> They're going to Moriarty's going to get Sherlock. They're going to capture him, and then Enola Holmes and Watson are going to have to find him and that's how watson meets sherlock well no no i mean no Wat- sherlock. hold hold on oh, they're, right, yeah. they're gonna bring mycroft back they have to bring well, mycroft we, back well, let me tell my story <laughs> okay. and the whole family's got to get involved because you got to get mom you got to get mycroft oh, God. look tell me i'm wrong tell tell me that that's not no, no, that's not laid out it somewhere. sounds so bad that it has to be no, right see, for I, I and in, well hold on hold, let me finish and instead Dang. of sherlock defeating moriarty it will be Enola that defeats Moriarty. So I, I don't think the same. I would, I would bet anything if that story goes anywhere like that, that that happens. I, if I'm Netflix gonna... has the balls to have Enola Holmes defeat Sherlock's arch nemesis that Sherlock hasn't defeated, that would be appalling and disgusting and right on point for Netflix. I No, hold on. Hold on a second. I agree You're with welcome. you. I agree with you because you cannot have, and this is going to go on with an episode we did three or four weeks ago, you cannot have a showdown between Sherlock and Moriarty that ends without Sherlock went without Sherlock himself doing the work to just to stop Moriarty. You guys know exactly what episode I'm talking about. These names are too iconic. You cannot do that. Even in a, even in a silly thing, like a spinoff, like Enola Holmes, you cannot have anyone but Sherlock stop Moriarty. You just can't. It just is not in the cards. I bet you can. I don't think you're right about that. I think, I don't think Henry Cavill will not sign off on that story. Of course he will. No, he won't. They'll give him 40 million reasons why. No, no, no. There's, he's not going to make yes, 40, 40 million for Enola Holmes. Are you insane? Um, Listen, they will pay Henry Cavill anything that he says they'll pay him. Well, fine, but it's not. For, first of all, I don't think it'll be for. I also don't. He would have to sign off on the story. If he's Enola Holmes' budget. I am. I'll bet you know. Okay, I don't know the budget. Listen, I, I bet say, he makes more money than Millie Bobby Brown does. Oh no, I'm sure. Movie. Well, she's also Guaranteed. She's also an EP. So I bet you the budget for this one was twenty five. No way. Is she an EP? Yeah, she is. Good for her. Well, I mean, There's look, no way this movie's only twenty five. Oh, maybe, maybe I am wrong about that. This movie's a hundred million dollars. Is it really? I guarantee it. Oh, well, I mean, well, fucking well. Spiderhead cost one hundred and fifty. We'll, we'll we'll find out, but. Oh, okay. I forgot. With Netflix terms, yeah, it could be. That's what I mean. You, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, they say it, something costs one hundred fifty million. You're like, goddamn, why? Fucking, fucking. Was that movie with Kevin Hart and, or, Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg? Me time. Yeah. What was that eighty five million or something? Like eighty five million? million or something like that. Good yeah. lord. So man. hold on. Let me. Let me. Well, Chris is looking at this up. I don't want this to be a bunch of dead air. So let me talk about. Anola Holmes suit for a minute, okay? Because listen, I I obviously was not a fan of Anola Holmes one. Um, I'm not going to trash this movie. I don't need to do that again, though. I asked the very same question I led off with in our initial Anola Holmes discussion years ago with who is this movie made for? Okay, because it ain't me. I am not peak demo here. I am not. Well, I don't think it's not. In I'm a 37 year old male that loves film, so. I think I'm kind of in who they're making it for. Now, obviously, the peak demo is not male here. It is not. It is definitely not male. But, I mean, I would imagine. So, what do you think the age range is, then, for their peak demo for this film? Like 15 to... 13 to 27. All right. Well, see, that's fair. 13, 27-year-old females is their target demographic. Everyone else is kind kind of a byproduct. I get that. I do. But this doesn't mean this movie isn't enjoyable by anyone who wants to watch it. I mean... 
it's a that's, damn enjoyable that's, movie. That's the thing. Is like it's it's not poorly written. It's not poorly paced. None of those. Whoa, things. whoa, whoa! whoa. Hey, it's on. poorly written. Look, okay, so pacing's so. fine. I think the, the, I have no problem with okay, pacing. Yeah. Honestly, when you say it's not poorly written, you contradicted something you said a little bit ago. You you went through a fact of saying that you don't get to see them lay out and then find the clues for yourself. You can't have it both ways. But but no, I don't think it's that. I but that's me also saying I enjoy. I would. I like. That's why I like the the Robert Downey Sherlock Holmes movies because we did get to solve it with him. Now that's that's just this is a different kind of movie. I'm just saying I prefer to be able to solve it myself rather than just be talked through it. You know, it's that kind of thing. It's yeah. I like to be able to catch 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 phrases people say and then link it to something later before the inevitably the protagonist stops and remember something vital. I like to get that first. But I don't think I don't think it attributes to poor writing here. I just think it attributes to a different kind of writing. Okay, well, I'll still challenge you on the on the on the writing part because I think okay. the writing is the writing is poor here. You're like again, I th- and I think it's evident in the way that they lean into the character that isn't the title character to make this movie the make this movie land. This movie it does slow down at times. I think the scenes with her who her love interest I can't remember his name, Lord Tewksbury. Uh, yeah, Tuxbury. I, I I don't think those <laughs> scenes are strong, vital, or necessary for what for what this is. I think maybe he's a character in the books that like they they have to have in here, or you know they feel the need to have a love interest like this. Whatever the reason is, I don't think that any of the scenes that he's in are necessary for this film. I think they they I think they force them to become that, but like you can do without them. And I think that those scenes really slow down what they're like, you know, the whole investigation and discovery and everything going on in this film. I think there's better ways to get there. I don't think the movie is written very well. I think the movie is lazily written and it's on the back of like, you know, the subject matter of what's happening. I think it, they think they throw in her mom and what she's doing in the background. And then they had, and they lean on this, this weird prison break and they lean on Henry Cavill and his draw and Sherlock and, and him being Sherlock. I think they lean on a lot of things here because the writing isn't that great. The story is mediocre at best. There's no aha moment. I wasn't impressed by the story. I wasn't blown away by the discoveries because you know who the villain is as soon as he shows up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, all these things. Well, see, and- I did. <clears throat> the, the aha moment was for me, as soon as I saw a certain name on on a as soon as I saw a certain name spelled out, I knew where they're going with that. I knew. I mean, I just because I I like Sherlock Holmes, I like to figure it out. But I knew exactly who this who the name was. Same with like I am or what is it? Tom Tom Marvolo Riddle. I am Grooge. I am. <laughs> yeah, like, but like I I I don't think the writing is lazy. I think what's working against writers today and. One of my favorite podcasts I listen to about writing, about writing for film, is um, one of the phrases that they use all the time is keep, keep the pink hair out of the writing room. That's the phrase they use all the time. Take from that what you will. If you're upset about that, it probably you've probably got what they're trying to say. But they say it all the time on this podcast. And so you have so much of that working against you in, in this is – well, I always bring up the Wonder Woman with him, with Chris Pine being fucking dead, and they bring him back a second one because they were afraid to have a movie without a male lead. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of that. They were afraid to do that. 
Um, well, don't you, don't you think it's weird? And listen, I don't want to bash this movie for what it is. But don't you think this is weird for a, a movie that's really about like girl power and independence mm-hmm. here that they have to tie in one her big masculine brother and two a love interest? I like, don't think that's. I mean, I I don't think that's weird because I mean Sherlock Holmes is that's very, that is that is the definition of placation. You can do everything you can do, you but you need men in your life to do it, right? Again, this is yes, I agree with you, but I mean, given the time, it's not as it's not as weird given the time frame either. And that's what I think was like they're kind of silently no, just cause, allowing cause, cause to ha- come you, you through have the surface. What, you, you have what her mom's doing in the background, yep. and, which to make it a point to the tell women's you. rights movement stuff, yeah. which is all she did during the first one, if you remember. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, I mean, you can hell up on a car. I like her mom doing what she's again. It's these these elements of storytelling. I think work in the favor of Enola Holmes, which in most other movies, I would say in the same circumstance, I would say they probably don't work. But in this one, to me, it just does. I I can't really explain to you why this movie does over other movies, but I I really do think Enola Holmes is. They've got the they've they've got it down now, and I mean, not that I disagree with everything you said, Roger. I really do think it's going to be the third movie in this is going to be Sherlock heavy, hundred percent is going to be Sherlock heavy. But why? Know, but why? So I not, couldn't get though? an official budget, but Millie Bobby Brown got ten ten million dollars for this. Yeah, ten million. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's for. Her starring plus her producing fees, like that's sure. all. That might no, be all I one. It. That might that all that might be all one package, which it and a lot, a lot of times a big number like that is. But I mean, that's not insane given how popular she is from Stranger Things, from a couple other things. It's, you know, Millie Bobby Brown is not a. She's very famous. Well, no, that I understand, right? And I'm not trying to knock her. I think she's fine in this role, and I think she's fine in the other stuff that she does, right? Mm-hmm. No, she's. I think that there's nothing wrong with her in this film. Well, I, I want to talk about Netflix for two seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Netflix is hemorrhaging money, hemorrhaging money, making movies like this that you give an actor like Millie Bobby Brown, who is, listen, she's fine. She's not established. She's not some kind of Oscar winner, not sort of anything. In a second... Sherlock Holmes spinoff franchise, you gave her $10 million. And then they say that they can't finance actual franchises. You don't think that's fucked up? No, I, I think it's odd. However, it's such an indictment on Netflix. But it's just stupidity. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. It's just it's it's someone. OK, here it's someone telling you, hey, man, I'm really going to struggle to pay rent this year and then goes out and buys a PlayStation 5. Hmm. Like that doesn't. That's the same. Am am I wrong? That analogy is very accurate. But like that's my thing. Is like we. I mean, because Netflix is doing what I think a lot of people are doing. They're mistaking need for want, which is what a lot of people do. Is when it comes to that discussion. But I don't think. But like, how much? So what if she's somehow convinced that the the combined Henry Cavill, Helena Bonham Carter, David Thelwis. Um, Adil Akhtar what what if she's combined them to or she's convinced them to do it for much cheaper than anyone any one of us assume they're 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 getting well I mean maybe but I I I guess I fail to see the point of this part of the conversation in relation to like like what makes this well but I mean um, it's all comes it's all but all comes down to I I can circle it back if you want I'll go let me finish my thing so and it goes back to something Grayson just said about if there is a third movie in his franchise being Sherlock heavy. I don't believe that that can be true. 
okay, because uh, of because of that ten million dollars okay. thing. That leads me to something that I want to say because uh, off of that, sure, that that does ring bring something. What I want to see out of the Nola Holmes film, you know, like let's, like let's say when the third one comes out, a trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see in Anola Holmes three. I want to see Anola Holmes be the main character, be the draw, be the heroine, solve a case herself, solve the full case herself, be everything that this movie needs to be from a strong female lead at about a time about the, about the women's rights movement and everything like that, and that be the film. I don't want them to lean on a, an already highly established, highly publicized, known character and with a huge actor that will, you know, pull in more people. You've already done two movies with this now. And like I, in the first one, it was sad that, you know, we wanted more Henry Cavill, but I think it's because it was a mediocre film. I know you don't think so, Grayson, but like from my perspective, maybe Roger's perspective, that you had a mediocre film. And the best parts were when Henry Cavill and the sporting cast were kind of doing their thing. It was impressive. And it made you want a little bit more of that because that's the highlight of, of like the film for you at times. But And then in the second one, they lean hard into it. And it's like, isn't this movie, a, you know, about Enola Holmes? And like, I can't, you, you kind of get disconnected from that in, at many scenes here because it's not her show. Well, she's never alone in the entire third act. She's with... Mm-hmm. somebody else yeah. which but, is like, which is which is definitely by design though that's by architecture sure. no it, it, that's still, correct it, I, it, I don't disagree with that i want to see in the enola holmes film i want to see enola holmes be the be the guy you know what i mean like that i want that you know want her to be the star of her well but she, she but she never isn't the star of this movie she just has other people with her that's not true at all I think that is true. I mean, she's she is front and center, and every scene she's in, she's front and center. She is the one you're looking at every time. She is the one that's no. leading the scene. You're telling me that when Henry Cavill, as Sherlock, is doing his Sherlock thing, you're not hanging on every single word that Sherlock is doing and paying, and paying attention to that character. You're telling me that you're that you're paying more attention to Millie Bobby Brown as Anola Holmes instead of Sherlock Henry Cavill when he's giving his breakdown of what actually happened i think it only happens once when he's explaining to the police guy david Thelewis what he found at the scene when she's when she's in prison no there's other times where no, he, when, when they're together the, the, on screen well when they're walking through the case and they find the one guy dead mm-hmm. um in the room and he breaks down everything so much so that he stops her from believing something because he already knows it's not true so so much so that she even looks at the camera like oh shit i didn't even see that like that happens in that movie. Uh, okay, you're you're right. I, like, I her own attention, but is no, that, drawn to him. but that doesn't take the, that doesn't take her character as being the one we're following. That doesn't take her out of the center stage, though. No, for me. no, it doesn't. But it also, it also, but it takes the shine off of her during that scene. Like he outguns her in every detective scene. Mm-hmm. But he's also Sherlock Holmes. Now that's a what I just said. There's an addendum there because, well. This is about Enola Holmes. And Chris, I that's, get that. I get that. But well, that's, that's a problem. So yeah. when, when they made the first one and they definitely said, no, Netflix is like, we're going to make a second one. And the audience says, well, you better bring in Henry Cavill because we love him. Um, then they're like, OK, so, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play to the audience. So when it comes to that, you know, I, I wrote a little script a little bit ago. Did you guys hear me when <laughs> yeah. I wrote that out? 
Yeah. That's I, all they got to do. <laughs> it's just weird that Netflix has such a we don't give a fuck attitude about everything they make, but then we're going to sit here and say that they make they put Henry Cavill in the front of of Enola Holmes too because they're afraid of because like what you just said, Grace, and the audience is well, you better include Henry Cavill and Sherlock Holmes because we love him. Well, but they did in the first one. Doesn't give a shit about that kind of no, stuff. No, well, you're not supposed to. Yeah, they 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 did it in the first one too. Maybe they thought she wasn't strong enough to carry it. I I don't know why because it's it's on a streaming service when you're not paying to watch it. You already paid. So I, these are weird decisions that I think. But and and as far as I'm looking at that this movie, to 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 me this this works. Now I know we're talking about a thing that's opinionated and a thing that's subjective, which I think yeah. isn't subjective. But for me, Enola Holmes, the second film, it works. Now you guys are telling me it doesn't, and I understand well, that. No, hold on, I, I I will I'll I'll addendum to that. How about that? So I, I'm going to say something that's going to sound very obvious when it comes out of my mouth, and tell me if I'm wrong here. If you like the original Enola Holmes film. You will like the second Enola Holmes film. That's my That's point. Fair. Okay. Wait. So here's the thing. Where I didn't like the first Enola Holmes film. Okay. To me, and I'm not trying to be negative here, but this movie does nothing to solidify, like, maybe I was wrong about the first one or does anything that swings me back the other direction. You know what I mean? It just doubles down on stuff I've already seen happen. And... I don't understand the point of half of it. Mm. It it, it is it, it is just more of what happened in the first movie. Well, the, the, that's a. I think that that's an issue for something like this. Again, though, I'm not the demo for this movie, right? Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what I think here. But if you had somebody who loves the first one, you're going to like the second one. I mean, I have other problems with this movie too. Like this movie's two hours and ten minutes long. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Because they included Tuxbury, Tuxbury. Well, he's the. He, you have to include Tuxbury, and I, I actually applaud he's Netflix. man. He's I actually your boy. No, 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 no. I actually <laughs> applaud. I actually applaud Netflix for doing that. And I actually applaud them for doing that because I mean, I just, I just, I'm, I'm glad they did that because you know, you have to kind of get back to that in a way. It's, it's what she is. She is. How old do we think Enola is? We you know, we had this debate last time. Some some of us thought she was sixteen. Some of us thought she was twenty two. Some of us thought she was like you know eighteen, pretending to be twenty two. Well, let's let, we let's don't just know. Let, let's just well, say she's in her early twenties now. I, well, no, in this movie, she's underage still because they bring that up in this movie. So mm-hmm. she's at least at most seventeen years okay, old. Okay, have, have seventeen. A big so, thing with seventeen. I'll go with seventeen. A big thing with seventeen year olds is raging hormones all the time. So to not include that, I think, is just a disservice to the character in a way, because you're not... The first Nola Holmes movie is two hours and three minutes long, by the way. Oh, so this was not too bad, but... Did you just say that they had to include a, a male love interest because Enola Holmes has raging hormones? No, but is like, that the words that came out of your mouth? That's part of that's part of any young person at any age of life in any country, anywhere, is just... Well, you know, if they would have made her gay, they would have nuked the whole project. Also... Is an interesting conversation piece. Awkward pause. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm just stunned. She no. don't need a man. Okay, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna go back then because I I don't think it's weird, but I think Chris, you made it weird. But so I'm gonna go back I, to what I said. I about. made nothing weird. So okay, let's say she's 17. What's the argument for taking Tewksbury out of this movie? I don't know. I just don't know why they doubled down that like they have to be in love with each other. 
I just don't get it. It doesn't fit the vibe of the movie. <laughs> Except they, they drive it home with the mom and Sherlock saying, he's your boy, that's your boy. And she's like, it's not my boy, it's not my boy. And of course... They're yeah. each other's people. Yeah. But I mean, like, and that's fine. But like, like I'm this, happy for them. That's great. But, but they did this doesn't fit into this movie for Well, me. but they did this little dance in the first one too, Tewksbury and, and Enola. Did this little weird like flirty dance thingy in the first one too. Is anybody watching this movie to see what happens with these two? <laughs> I am now. Apparently, <laughs> if I gotta be a fucking locked into it. Like when Enola Holmes 3 comes out, you go, man, I hope I find out what happened I with hope old Tewksbury. Tewksbury, man. Got, old Jack Dumb got married. Old yeah. Tewksbury. <laughs> you good old Tux. Like, oh, what are I always doing? Well, okay, let's just take a little aside. So let's talk about Helena Bonham Carter's character, David Delois, as their respective characters and other people. So what? So let's talk about them for two seconds. What do you guys think about those two? I mean, if you like them in the first movie, you're going to like them in a the second one. Well, he's. I think, we actually get less character development from them because we're always supposed to know who they are. Yeah. Which is fine because I, you know, I watched the first one yep. and I don't forget things like that and remember who they are. And this also doubles down on what they're doing and the, the network that they had, their underground network. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, that's probably a better story. Just saying. It's like they could have leaned on it. Well, was. But she was. She's a very heavy. She's a very heavy uh, influence in the first film as far as, yep. beca- I mean, even though she's kind of always on the run and out of the public eye and the police eye, is he wasn't, so he's a new character. He wasn't, Tholowis wasn't in the first one. No. So but, he, he's a new character, but you know, I mean. Mom I, and her whole crew, though, is. No, you're right. That. I don't dislike, I mean, I think, going back to your question about why is this movie two hours and ten minutes is because, like, why isn't it two hours and ten minutes? You're right. I wish it was more. No, no, no. I'm just saying they don't have to. Netflix doesn't have to worry about trailers. They don't have to worry about you know the time before the movie actually starts well, playing in the theater. Okay, okay. Uh, I get what you're saying there, but one of our pain points with Netflix that we bring up often is that they make movies too long. That it, it it's unnecessary. So that all of a sudden can't be a be a an okay thing because you know of how we feel about this movie and it's you know some. Of well, us no, no. I mean, I don't think Netflix. Time. I don't think that's a Netflix exclusive thing. The length of movies. I think. You know, Netflix makes the movies as long as Netflix thinks they need to be. Sometimes we have beef with that. Sometimes we don't. More often than not, we have beef with that. I think this one, if it's right in the time frame that it's in, I think is fine. I, so, again, I enjoyed okay. it, though. Well, one thing I do want to mention, and listen, it's only about seven minutes longer than the previous movie, so I shouldn't be super surprised. However, I do want to make a note that they solved this case, <laughs> and there is 19 minutes and 35 seconds left. In this movie. Well, 1935 before zero from the credits or yeah. So I think they're setting up. I think, unfortunately, they use the end of this move to set up the next one. Sure. Yeah. The movie that I wrote and you guys, you know, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. give you producing credits. It's fine. I don't think that I don't think that's something that they should have done. I think that works against this movie if they chose to do that. But I mean, it's it's also I think, you know, the scene, the four o'clock on Thursday meeting scene is super important. Yeah, but again, they end this movie with a stinger for Sherlock Holmes, not the title character of Enola Holmes. Which, Chris, it, that just gives more credence to one of your arguments mm-hmm. that you know this is this is not a movie about Enola Holmes, even though it's called Enola Holmes. This is actually about Sherlock and his drive to catch Moriarty. Which again, we'll get we'll get an un, untitled Sherlock film soon that Henry Cavill's. You know, oh, I, I don't think I don't think we I think that's a hard no. I think they're going to stick with the Enola part of this. I like my story. 
I would going and we'll start to wrap this up in in a minute. But yeah, going, we're good. at. Uh, I I think one of the things I th- and I, and you know you know Roger in the past we've talked about you know uh, demographic numbers stuff like that. I think what streaming services are discovering is that a lot more women are watching than men. That um, I believe, but I, mean, I don't. That, I don't want to go into. I wanna, you know, I don't want to go. There's that's no a fair like yeah. like question though. But I mean, again though, I mean, I brought it up multiple times that I know that this movie's not for me. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is a female-driven movie for young females to watch, right? That doesn't necessarily is not appealing to me. Now, I watch this movie. I don't like it. That doesn't mean that I'm right or wrong. It's this movie's not made for somebody like me to be like, hey, man, this is awesome. Tell all your friends. Because, like, look, even from a guy that has a podcast, nobody I know is going to ask me what I thought about Enola Holmes, too. I mean, I mean that seriously. Like, look, yeah. we're going to see Black Panther next week. Every person I know is going to be like, hey, man, did you see Black Panther yet? Did you see Black Panther yet? Did you see Black Panther yet? I'd be like, no, you know what I did check out, though. No. <laughs> 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 Well, okay. Let me let me take you on it. Well, so another and I I I really okay. I just got this, buddy. Well, no, I was just what I what you just said about you know this is this is aimed towards younger women, um, and it's aimed towards you know young women. But like, so isn't to answer your question, Chris? Isn't that why we have the Tewksbury? An old oh, yeah. awkward romance, which is cr- incredibly oh, yeah. awkward. It, it's super cringy, but sorry, I don't mean to step on Chris's answer. Oh, but good. the answer to that is flat, yes. But so, and then an extension to that is like in that scene it's where also she's, why we have big smiley doofy Sherlock Holmes. Right, sure, sure. Like he's big, a handsome motherfucker, handsome son of a bitch. <laughs> Henry Cavill, you know, always his hair is always perfect, and even when he's fighting, he looks perfect. But so. But like that's also why we have the scene when she's when she's teaching him how to fight, where she punches him twice in the face. Like that's why we have that too. Is like that's the girl power part of this. And there's a lot of there's a couple of scenes in that where that really kind of comes out. But I mean, look, if you're into that, you're into that. You know, if you want to, you know, hey, teach their own, teach their own. You live your best life. (laughs) But like that's why we have some of those scenes. Is I mean, as much as I like this movie, I have a really hard time with the the trio of women in the woods beating up the cops that are the, those big outweigh them by two times cops that were just destroyed them. That's why I don't like, that's, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow. It's like, you know, all these assassin films we get today, these female assassin films, whether, you know, the, the actress is like 125 pounds and she's taken and she's taken down men. that are like outweigh her three times. that are obviously stunt guys. It would just, just demolish them. And like that part is always something I try to fit within the, the movie I'm watching, but in this one, it, it just didn't bother me. But that's the kind of movie I'm watching, though. Is Enola Holmes is just this happy-go-lucky, where you know if she breaks the fourth wall by looking at you when she has the thought, or when she wants to roll her eyes, or you know, I mean, that's all part of it, isn't it? Do you have a problem with the fact that you could watch Enola Holmes two and have never seen Enola Holmes one, and it doesn't matter? I don't, I don't think I don't it, think that no 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 I don't exactly think you helpful I don't story. think you could do that because then you would know who Mycroft is. Why do you not that that makes it a big deal, is. but in this movie you don't. You don't need to know who Mycroft is. That's kind of but my you, point. You can watch Nola Holmes too. No, you don't know that. Well, I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> you can gonna... watch Nola Holmes too right now. 
have never seen on an old homes one, and it literally doesn't change. Well, it it, de- it depends on your definition of doesn't change because then you wouldn't know that her and Tewksbury kind of a love have a weird flirty. You thing. would know the first time they're on screen yeah, together, though. They, but isn't they that kind of important? I mean, you're building on what was done in the first film. Am I missing do something you, here? Like, do you feel like Tewksbury is important to the to the film? I do. Important to love. Besides I, I feel the like fact Tewksbury... that he's the love interest, do you think he plays a vital role in the success in the success of the Enola Holmes? Tri- well, uh, he's duo. he's the one that helps them solve what's going on with the stuff in the factory. Only because they wrote it that way. Well, fine. But <laughs> you can say that about so many things when it comes to script. I mean, every movie I have a problem. Every, every week I have a problem with, you know, the, the script <laughs> f- feeds our character down a certain path where they wouldn't have gone down naturally. Sure. I I yep. think you can watch either film and not seen the other one, and it will it wouldn't change. You can watch an Olms two without seeing an Olms one, and it doesn't affect you at all negatively. I mean, fine. And I think that's a problem for your Enola Holmes. I think franchise. I don't think that's a true statement watching them both but for a sake of argument you're when when you bring out the scope of things happening the more broad you get you're more you're more correct the more the more intricate you get with the details the less correct you are but i mean yes you're right you can watch nola holmes too and walk away never having seen the first one but still get everything you're still at the same place that i am now haven't seen them both but you only seeing one you know what i mean like it's, it is completely self-sufficient that. so okay yeah. so let's let's the, start to wrap this conversation i don't up. think that's necessarily a bad thing it, it is, like it, this, it, i'm not saying it's a bad thing but i'm so like I, I my final my final speak on this and we will move into scoring unless you guys have anything else is that is that in a film about sherlock holmes anola holmes like the holmes family about detectives and about, and about deduct, and deducting <laughs> and, and all this kind of stuff this movie just tells its audience everything it doesn't trust its audience to know anything to get anything themselves to figure things out it tells you about tuxbury it tells you about every relationship from the first one it retells you everything it doesn't trust that its audience has watched the first movie and already knows what's happening and i think that's a bad thing for this film so i'll i'll, I'll say one last thing about what you just said because I, I have a counterpoint it tells you what it wants to tell you and doesn't ever tell you the clues or how they're deducing anything. That's just given to you. Like you don't see the process. You don't see how they do it. It's just, hey, this is because of this, because of this, because of this, because of this. And dude, being force fed a story like that, that ain't cool. <laughs> it's just not, it doesn't do it for me. Well, so, this is a detective story. So let me supposedly. ask you. So let me let me let me ask you a question right before going to scoring is do you think this was a big do you think this was a big consideration for Netflix or do you think this was a kind of a throwaway for them i think i, mean, I, th- I, I think, think it's gotta the, be a big consideration i think this is a triple a title for netflix like their their executives look at this AAA. as a triple a title I, I would say for an original thing i bet you it's it's top of their it's high up their mid-tier mm-hmm. i agree you have millie bobby brown in their biggest franchise in this film they want it to be successful they're putting money behind it yeah 100%. now listen we we do know that netflix isn't af- afraid to throw money around for things like their big big titles now listen, you know they they at least gave money to her in this movie, so they have no problem with it. I I have a hard time believing it's a triple A thing for them, but I bet you this is higher up their middle tier. Um, it is not low effort. I think it's probably one of their more important movies of the year. I, I I bet you legitimately they feel less important about this than they did about that Kevin Hart Mark Wahlberg movie we just watched. Me time. Oh, I don't. I would be offended about what I just said. I would be offended if you're right, but I can see you being right. I don't think you're right, but I could definitely see that being correct. And that's so sad. 
in a grand scheme of a two-week run for Netflix, I bet you Me Time has more views. And listen, Me Time is an abomination of an awful movie. I will watch this movie a hundred times more than I will ever watch that. Well, we will, and, you, you watch it one more time, and that's and then yeah. that's true. Well, yeah, because yeah, because here's the thing: I will I will never watch Me Time again. Like yeah. I don't I don't give a shit about well, it. Okay, Chris, what about your daughters? Would you would you ever recommend no. this to your kids to watch? Well, they're too young. To yeah, even they're not old this. enough to fall into this film. Like like maybe my seven year old could could watch this and enjoy it at some capacity. You know, if, they, if she was like fifteen and eleven yeah. for your kids' gap, yeah, that'd be like a different that. thing. You know, or, or even even just like ten, you know, like my oldest being ten years old, then I could see. It, but I just I just don't think it would interest them more than other things they could be watching. Okay, fair. That's you know, and being how it's aimed at young women, I you know thought not that your daughters, I think, are a little even your seven year old. You said is a little young to get some, young, of this, yeah. Yeah. some of the stuff going in, but it doesn't mean she couldn't enjoy it. Early teens, I think, maybe, maybe. So but, is this is this the same? Is this aiming for the same? age group that like twilight was i mean it's a serious question twilight probably scales a little bit higher than this yeah. age wise okay yeah. fair just a little bit gotcha. though well, let's let's move into scoring it then okay i'll score it first all right so after watching this film i missed the nolo holmes one comparatively like i just didn't have as fun of a ride and i think it's because it didn't do anything new didn't do anything different besides give me more henry cavill and more sherlock and I know we joked about in the first one that, you know, thinking it needed a little bit more of that, but I think that in this film, I think it hurts it because I didn't care about the mystery involved. It did nothing to build up the, you know, that, that character to make you want to find her. In my opinion, I just didn't think that they did as good of a job on this one as they did the last one, uh, this movie, but it's fine. It, it, it is, it is fun at points. It is flashy. And it, it I do like the fact that, you know, they have this story being developed about Enola Holmes and like, you know, about what she wants to do and about her importance and like the time era involved. The movie's just not that great to me. It's a four. The movie's just below average. I I would never recommend someone watch this movie, you know, unless they really like the Enola Holmes. Okay. And I would tell them to just rewatch Enola Holmes. So this is a four. <laughs> All right, Rod, you want to go? You want me to go? Go ahead, buddy. I gave Enola Holmes an eight. I was really infatuated with the first one, I thought, I, I just, I think it does so many great things. This one, I liked, I think the same. I really enjoyed it. I thought it moved well. I love the characters. I, I know that, you know, you and I are going to be far apart on this, but I, I still think I'm going to give it, I'm still think I'm still going to give Nola Holmes two and eight. I, I, I love these movies. I think they do a lot of things very well, but I, I think the characters are great. I like the villains. I, I like Sherlock, but I mean, I'm also in love with the Sherlock legend. I've read the majority of the books. I love Sherlock and Moriarty. I think that's awesome, and what they've done with I I like the the the, the cheekiness of an old Holmes too, while still including the Sherlock and Moriarty play in it. I so this is going to be one of my great regrets, I'm sure, as far as this podcast is concerned. But eight is where I'm putting this one. <laughs> I mean, listen, you like the first one, you doubled down on the second one. I can't argue with you on that because, look, I mean, I made that same point. If you like the first Nola Holmes movie, you will like the second Nola Holmes movie. If you're like me and didn't like the first Nola Holmes movie, I did not like the second Nola Holmes movie. That being said, this movie is not awful. It's not some sort of train wreck. However, this is not novel theater here. Okay. If you watch the first one, you watched most of the second one. Okay. Except this one, I think legitimately they have more Sherlock in it. <laughs> yeah. So, which is weird. 
Um, I mean, I already wrote the third one, which you'll probably give an eight to Grayson. So thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, that being said, look, this movie's as average as it gets. This movie's a five. I was probably going to go. I thought about going lower than this, but I'm not really trying to beat up because it's it's serviceable. Mm. It just it doesn't do anything for me. Um, if you if you're listening to this show for the first time, you're like, oh, I never watched Nola Holmes. Don't go watch Nola Holmes too. Go watch Nola Holmes. Mm-hmm. And if you decide after that movie you want more, then go watch this. If you watch the first movie, like I hated it. Look, dude, don't watch this movie if you don't. <laughs> like, don't. It's two hours and ten minutes of the same stuff you watched the first time. So, there you go. Average at best five. Hmm. Okay, this. I, I don't know why I like this to do. I just do, but I'm I'm, I mean, I'm sticking. I'm sticking. It's okay with what that you do, and you you stick to it, so that's fine. I mean, you still rated it higher than Joker. Just saying. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. All right, gentlemen. Twice you know, you've done that. Now. One thing, one thing I was, I think that Netflix should do, and like this should be Netflix's thing, and only because of the streaming services. I think this is where Netflix should live. Is they should devote seventy percent of their yearly spend to maybe in maybe coming up with like six or seven, or even like up up to like eight or ten, really good. It should be one movie a month. Interesting. Interesting movies with, you know, hire the best writers you can. And then, like, every year, like, January 1st, every year saying, this year you're getting a sequel to X, Y, Z, A, and B. And then, like, every year, it's like you have something to look forward to within Netflix. I mean, Enola Holmes should have been given this treatment as far as, like, should have been given the best writer, should have been given the cast. I, I think you'd want to put, if you're going to put money behind the cast, then you got to put money behind the script. It's just how it goes. I feel, like the, I feel like the writers in Netflix just have a whole bunch of mannequins with actors' faces stapled to them and T-shirt <laughs> guns with rolls. And they're just, pull, pull, man. Whatever I mean, they land, man, that's what they get. I know in Me Time we talked about, they know what they're writing and they know. I mean, I've, I've, uh, something new that I've just stumbled across that my buddy out in L.A., a producer, told me that he's working on some stuff, even a Netflix thing, is, you know, stuff in the theater – it's got to be good. It's got to be funny. It's got to be interesting because it's got to get your money with Netflix and with all the streaming services. It's just got to be done because they already have your money. So it doesn't matter. And that yep. really kind of pisses the more I think about it, the more it pisses me off. Because, I mean, if if the director of what's the movie on Amazon we watched that we love? It's like the Twilight Zone episode. Vastonite. If the if the guy of Vastonite, which is a, a legitimate nine or a ten, can make that for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. There's no excuse why Netflix shouldn't be cranking out at least two or three tens a month for, I mean, good God, I think man. You focus on one ten a month. And yeah, well, I mean, a lot of even stuff. one or two, but good God, Spiderhead cost a hundred and what was that? A hundred million dollar budget? It's like 130, wasn't it? Oh my goodness. And that was a train so, wreck. One last thing I'll say about Netflix's budgeting, because listen, it's been talked about a lot. Per episode, this last season of Stranger Things, their biggest stuff that they have. It costs thirty million an episode, twice as much as the last season of Game of Thrones. I know that. Think last about of, what I just said. The Last of Us is somewhere up there too. So that's... thirty million, though. Good God! I know. I know. Look, House of the Dragon couldn't have been cheap. I'm just saying. Someone's. Episodes... I bet you it wasn't thirty. No, but I mean, I, I bet you it wasn't cheap. But all right. Gentlemen, this is why you come here. Interesting conversations. I don't think a lot of other shows have about some of these movies, but you know, we're, 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 we're getting there. We're getting there. All right. This has been episode 304 B of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five 
Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check us, check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And then the second episode for the week will be a discussion on where Marvel is, where it's been, where it's going. Just our thoughts on Marvel. Marvel. Marvelous. <laughs>